coast to coast and around the world. It's The Unlikables, available now on SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes. Show me the money. We're putting the band back together. I'll have what she's having. Richard, what's happening? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. What knockers. Thank you, doctor. We are the Unlikables. That's us, and you're listening. This is episode eight, and we have a lot to cover tonight. Wow. Uh, I've been out of town. We've been out of the studio for a couple weeks, hmm. and it's uh, it's Roger DeCoster's birthday. So happy birthday, oh, Roger DeCoster, happy station birthday, manager. Boss. Thank you. Roger DeCoster, station manager, turns. Anybody want to make a guess how old I am? 72. Do perverts still have birthdays? Go 14. Ahead. I think in pervert years, how old is he? Is yes. that the question? In uh, pervert years, 178. Yeah. You're pretty close. Mm. Pretty yeah. close. In pervert years. I was guessing 100 and, I don't know, 69. No. <laughs> 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 Freddy bag yeah, of donuts, well everybody. Yes, yes, yes. In, in real life, Roger DeCoster, station manager, 59 years old today. That is amazing Holy. because you really don't look a day over. Give me a number, guys. 78. 78. 69. Yeah, 69. You don't look at it. Yeah, he does look a few years over. You know, to our audience listening at home, the irony of the shit that I'm getting blown at this moment is that (laughs) usually the day after we do these podcasts uh, is payday. Mm. Yeah. And I was considering, since I'm now officially pushing 60, of offering raises you're very handsome for your age by the way okay regardless of your age you're first in the office in the morning your time <laughs> <laughs> or maybe i'm last in the office tomorrow you are last in the office but i am bear with me as always we have rinkus hello rinkus still not doing that still okay <laughs> He's still, not doing that. still not joining us oh, uh, we've got freddie bag of donuts hey hey now this is uh this is new now in the studio, you'll you'll notice that we have Roger DeCoster, mm-hmm. but Roger, you're no longer in for the vacationing hard and long. I have a big announcement to make. To uh, from what I understand, our 26 listeners now, boys, congratulations! Yes, mm-hmm. number two in Middletown. Number two in Middletown, Indiana. Uh, I don't know about Ohio yet, but or any other Middletown, but Middletown, Indiana, firmly entrenched at number two in the ratings. I hear we're climbing up the charts in Chesterfield, Indiana. Nice. We might be if we could get somebody there to listen. We probably could get on the charts in Chesterfield. <laughs> Just need one. But Harden Long is uh, no longer missing, for one. He showed up this week. Wow. He's not going to be in the studio today. We had a discussion. I'm going to, since I've been here for every episode, I, I and I'm unlikable, as can be. Very. I am now officially un-unlikable. Yeah, well, congratulations. Mm. Yeah, thank you for so, joining well, us. Yes. thank you for uh, Welcome. L- allowing me to... You know how Run I run my radio station with you jerks doing this every time. You know how I knew uh, that Harden Long was back from vacation. How's that, Bear? He gave us the shittiest email. He sent it to the whole station, the whole office, everybody that works here. Got I had to email. deal with that. Tell tell him what oh, happened. It, it it involves a pizza, but Bear, you go ahead. Well, when you're in a station, when you're in a radio station, pizza gets brought in a lot, and all the leftovers are oftentimes left in one of the kitchens on on one of the floors here in the building. Yes, sir. And uh, this schmuck. Left his pizza uh, in the in the refrigerator. Uh, no, by with, no, schmuck, with no name on it. By schmuck, do you mean Harden Long himself? Yes, this yeah. Okay, that hit that that's the one. Uh, and so he sent out this uh, really hateful email, wondering who ate his pizza. Hmm. He says he's on a very strict diet and has to eat mm. at specific times. And apparently, every twenty uh, minutes, a few slices of Papa John's is on his diet. Is that a made up version of diabetes, or just is that an actual thing? I don't know. But knowing him, it's probably a made-up I think he threw a man. dart at a chart, and it happened to hit the word diabetes, and yeah. he claimed it. <laughs> Why not go with it? I did call him in the office, though, guys, and I had a talk with him. I'm going to put him on assignment. Um, Rinkus was mentioning something about ducks and the size of their... Now, do ducks have penises, or, the, or do they have peckers? Whoa. <laughs> well done. Rinkus, <laughs> you know more about that kind of thing. Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good uh, thing or not. You know, this all started when I was looking up to see if ducks had, like, red rockets or if they had, like, little man wieners dangling in the water. Sure. I wasn't sure. And you you think you can send an email like that out to some of these professionals in the field? 
They just spam the shit out of you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So By we're having way, to send our own professional. Well, speaking well, of right. leftovers, he crop dusted us walking through the office earlier today. <laughs> and it was it was it was amazing. We crop um, dusted. It, th- that word makes your nose burn. And yeah. mm. you know what it smelled yeah. like? An yeah. emotional lesbian. Yeah, this <laughs> it was. Well, just... He's been on the road a long time. Oh. Yeah, this is not a guy that's been without pizza very long. So that is that's breaking news. Why actually, that breaking news. That hard and long is here. And speaking of news, let's take a quick trip over to the news desk. Stand by for news with Indiana's most reliable news anchor, the Italian Stallion. No rap, no crap. Now, Freddy Bag of Donuts. Hey guys. According to an article in Men's Health, the key to good prostate health might be right in your own hands. (laughs) (laughs) He starts out with a bang. Yeah. Ejaculating frequently may reduce your risk of prostate cancer, finds new research from Boston University School of Public Health. The study looked at how ejaculation frequently affected (laughs) prostate cancer risk over the course of 18 years. It's long. It's a lot of time to put into this. I guess so. Good grip. I'm guessing I could have given them... I could have given them the, 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 the Cliff Notes version on this. But apparently it found that men ages 20 to 29 who ejaculated 21 times or more each month were 19% less likely to be diagnosed with prostate cancer than those who ejaculated less often, say between four and seven times a month. First of all, I think it would be difficult to find somebody 20 to 29 who only ejaculated four or seven times a month, but they must have been out there. Those were outliers. And it wasn't just young guys who saw the benefit. Men 40 to 49 who ejaculated at least 21 times per month reduced their risk of developing prostate cancer by 22%. More research is needed to determine what's responsible for this link, but it might be that more frequent clearing of the prostate through ejaculation could cut the chances that tumor-triggering infections may develop there, says study author Jennifer R. Ryder. And then there's like 15 letters after her name so she knows her stuff she, right she knows about she is a master bader expert there you go. <laughs> i bet she's got a good grip yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good won't be having sex 21 times this month don't worry the study showed a dose dependent relationship with ejaculation and prostate cancer risk meaning that the more you do it the more your risk decreases, she says. So even ejaculating just a few more times each month can likely bring your benefits to your prostate. Oh, thank Plus, you. Yeah, yeah, that's good news, isn't it? Yeah. Plus, it doesn't matter whether you're organi- your orgasm with your partner or on your own. The advantages <laughs> of ejaculation are seen regardless of whether you're having intercourse or just masturbating. Oh, now, my. Yeah, go hey, ahead. Can I do a follow-up on some some sage advice I got from Freddie Bag of Donuts about, a, I don't know, a month ago? <laughs> He was talking about the Fountain of Youth. He said, wax in the bew, which apparently has been true. Mm-hmm. Drink beer, lift heavy stuff in the gym. He said, that, that's the three things to keep your body young. It's a fact. Yep, jerking off, drinking beer, mm-hmm. lifting heavy things. It's a fact. So now, uh, just as an editorial comment, is my understanding that this research was originally completed 10 years ago. So that was <laughs> 16, <laughs> six, 2016 to be exact, uh, tw- 2006 to be exact is when this research was done. But recently, the researchers pulled it out, blew it off. That's what she said. <laughs> massaged the data and updated it with current research. And guess what? The same results, same results. came up over and over and over. Well, at least 21 and times. And over. At least 21 times. So, folks, this is science. And as such, it is enthusiastically endorsed by the unlikables. It is our official position, in fact, to encourage our listeners to not only take their health into their own hands, but to get a good, <laughs> but to get a good solid five-finger grip on their health and work it until it gives back. Three fingers if you're hard and long. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, all, so to all those Bill Nye, the science guy wannabes out there who sacrificed five minutes of their lives for 21 nights, proving science can cost you an entire box of Kleenex, we stand erect and salute you, heroes <laughs> in the fight against prostate cancer. You are, in fact, fellow unlikables. And Audrey is saving lives. Yes, she is. Yes. So Roger DeCosta, a man of great experience. Yes, sir. Uh, this research was based initially on college-age guys. Okay. And it made me wonder, you know, how many guys that age do you actually think ejaculate 21 times or more a month? I bet it's more like 21 times a week. Yes. And that would be how many? Well, uh, gonna, all I'm, of them. I was going to say, I've, <laughs> I've hit my it's, quota, and it's, all of it's them. the 12th. <laughs> yeah, so everything here is extra credit. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, Wait a minute, Barry. You said 
It's the twelfth, and you'd reached your quota. I've reached my quota. <laughs> yeah. So it's extra credit, bonus points for my prostate. Uh, yes, that is what healthy prostate. There's a couple things. He's, Bago mentioned it. A five minute. You know, I play that game where you take the Nyquil and then try to finish before you go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I set the sleep timer on the TV, and it's for an hour, but I didn't this night. So I woke back up and I thought, oh, it just must have been a few minutes. Long story short, I jerked off the entire night until I realized, like, oh my, yeah. Hey, would tonight be a good night to tell us about seven seconds or less? Without any mess? Without any mess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless her. I, her or the incident? Both. Oh, God. We'll start with her. Okay. (laughs) You know, this, this, you talk about someone that sounds like a figment. Okay. She actually worked at Walmart in the oil change part, but she was just, I'm not going to call her normal, but she, I mean, she was pretty. She had a nice body. She just didn't she wasn't have simple. much worth. Right. Right. <laughs> she okay. And she hung out, she hung out at a titty bar. Hmm. You see where this is going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm following. So she's talking about her nickname, seven minutes or less without any mess. Oh, seven minutes or less. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after years and years and years and years and years, like I mean, how long did those that broad do that? Like what, sixteen years. That was an eighteen-year research. Yeah, so I did my research for about twelve months. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she's over. so she was like the express lane of hookers. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Seven minutes or less. Well, well, she, so she worked in two express no lanes. One was paying. I mean, tomato, tomato. If you put Arby the money in a birthday card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh man, oh, I miss my mom. You know, I don't know why. I just. Uh, anyway. All right. So yeah, back to it. Okay. So at some point throughout this, it's kind of off and on. She ends up popping out this kid, and uh, <laughs> she brings it over in the car seat, and she sets a little dude down, and she goes to do her business. And next to my bed. This is kind of an old story because this jerk off towel I had it was actually a no fear shirt. <laughs> it was a what? No fear shirt. You remember when no, oh, the fear, no fear shirt? Like yeah. yeah, yeah. So otherwise known as a catcher's mitt. This this particular no fear shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. Hundreds of millions of loads in it. I mean, yeah. okay. I look over and he's little, rounding up to the nearest hundreds of millions. By the yeah, way, that, no, no. Explain the nickname. How did she get the nickname? Seven minutes. Se- yeah, no she, dude. She, from beginning to end, this thing was within a seven-minute range, and there was nothing left behind. Wow. So effective that my roommate at the time, Matt, rowdy gentleman himself. Yes. friend of the show. Right, friend of the show, kind of. He won't listen because he thinks we're dickheads, but anyway. <laughs> no, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's got wrong. a point. We, we just had, there was a gentleman's <laughs> agreement that there would be no jizzing anywhere in any common spaces, so no... No living room stuff, you know, whatever. She, she was, uh, she was in a league of her own, so she actually was exempt from that. So she know. could be anywhere in the house. Yeah, man, she was a, she was a Hoover. A Hoover. <laughs> yeah. We've had Monets on the show now. We've had Hoovers. I kind of like the Hoovers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very descriptive. So you could have knocked one off on that kitchen counter. That you I, later on made your on the, Fritos. Yeah, well, on the couch, like in front mm-hmm. of the TV. My yeah. question: Constantly. Does she still work at Walmart? You know, no, she doesn't. Damn I it. she every every once in a while, I will send. I'll have a couple beers and thought, you know what? Let's just take it all down memory lane. There's too much crazy there now. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. That's when out. you get old enough to realize it's not worth yeah. it. That's when you become well, with a nickname sure. like that. I'm sure she's worked her way up to corporate wherever she's at. Oh yeah, Probably. and she could be eight minutes. She could have lost a step and be like at eight minutes or less. What what woman doesn't want to fuck her way to the middle, right? <laughs> hey, right to the middle, <laughs> Audrey. Okay. Oh, so she's in there. She's doing her deal. I look over. Little Junior has the jizz rag, and he's stuffing it in his mouth. That is the most disgusting thing I have ever heard, well, at least tonight. Uh, yeah. do, you, do you remember the kid's name? <laughs> no. Well, I do, but I, I just... I, you I don't want to say it? No. Okay. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But I, we'll call him Blake. <laughs> you know who... I don't think there's a straight Steve in the world. Can we go with Steve? Steve. Okay, Steve's we'll are all Steve. Fuck faces. Okay. Uh, that actually made me stop right. I mean, I was like, hey, hey. Uh, and then, of course, I had to do the whole if he turns out to be, uh-huh. you know what? I'm not responsible. Right. Sure. right. Even uh, though the DNA would say otherwise. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, the first time that kid goes, I think I've had it before. Oh, no. No, 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 no. That instantly, that was a total freak accident. Horrifying thing. What color was the shirt? It was a dark blue with like a faded white crusty mm-hmm. crunchiness to it. Yeah. No, we understood the faded white crusty yeah, not, not starch either. part to it. We just wanted to know the color of the original shirt. Yeah. I want to know, even with the distraction, did she make the seven-minute cut? I I threw the brakes on that one, man. Oh, you... Now, we did. Once the shirt was stuffed under the bed, Junior was pushed over to the side. He wasn't even crying or anything. I, we, I, we thought he was asleep. Uh, then she finished, and she was within the seven minutes. Good for her. Good for you. Yeah. Good for all of us. I even had a chick barf on me once, and we didn't stop. So there you go. Just to give you an idea of where we're at on this. You know you didn't hit her gag reflexes. It must have been something she ate. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was another dude. Oh. That's really gross. Since we're on on comedy. We've really reached the bottom of our Well, yeah, what happened? Maybe not. We talked about cleaning this up. Maybe not. For the guy that pushed the, who knocked the kid out of his chair to hose the sister. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You've got no room to talk, Freddie. Yeah, locking a handicapped child in their in their bedroom. So, well, since we're on this, you subject, make me sound worse than I actually. Well, maybe not. Where is I've tried this three times now. I'm going for it. Where is the weirdest? I don't know. Maybe most exciting place, but where's the strangest place any of you guys have ever had sex? I've got one, and I bet I can beat any of you with where I've had sex before. But I'd like to hear. Rinkus, especially you, where's the weirdest place you... And I don't mean body parts. I mean, like, location where you had... And I'm assuming it was a lady. You're thinking geographic location. Geo- thank you. Yeah. Geographic, thank you. The, the, he's the smart one of the group, isn't he? Yeah. Freddie Baggett on it. Yeah, and that's what all the male says, too. Like, Yeah. yeah. Okay, one, for, for me, is a cemetery. But everybody's done it in a cemetery. I would assume so. Mm. If Roger DeCoster, station manager, can do it in a cemetery... Let's hear Freddie Bag of Donuts. Where is the geographically located sexual place that you think would be that could top mine? And I will tell the truth. I always do on this show. Freddie Bag of Donuts is pleading the fifth. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, that's a safe. Fair that's enough. Brinkus, that's a yeah good no, answer I'm, right I'm, there. I'm, the courthouse. Okay, uh, Bear, you got you got one better than the courthouse. No, not better than the courthouse. No. Have I been, was sure he was going to say your mom's house, but. I'll say that for him. Okay. At your mom's house. <laughs> you guys you guys have been to downtown Indianapolis before, right? I've heard of it. They have a circle right in the middle of the city, right? Mm-hmm. Right in the middle well, of that circle is a monument. Which is a large phallic symbol. Which it is, is. Which is now a national monument. Well, oh. then I've done it inside at the top of a national monument. A Roger DeCoster. Thank yes. you. True life story. Oh. And because it's a now a national monument, you need to say so with such respect. And we should reverence. get a plaque made for you. Well, here's even what's cool about... <laughs> I do... God, I have a plaque story, you guys. But anyway, <laughs> I really do have a plaque story. But the uh, young lady um, that I had, you know, as I always term it, vigorous sex, at the top of the uh, Soldiers and Sailors Monument, happened to be from out of state. So that it is a national monument, and I went with an out-of-state girl. That's almost international sex, mm. right? So this almost. is the Soldiers and Sailors Monument. It is this? Okay. right in the middle of the state of Indiana, at the heart of our capital city. Every time you see something about Indianapolis, you see that monument, and I think, hmm. yeah. And that is the geographical center. Anybody want to guess the position? <laughs> were you both uh, uh looking, no. watching out on the uh yes we were simultaneously looking we out were on both the looking the same way out <laughs> out the glass of the circle toward the old i think it was Ayers building or whatever it is uh, across the street there showing, where uh, in the world is now. this show going oh my word to hell remember and actually um well, yeah we are called the unlike bear actually suggested that we were on our way of cleaning this show up and then we just went straight and well we blew it yeah, you know who oh, I'm yeah. thinking. You know who I'm thinking about now. The person who is listening to our episodes for the first time, thinking, "What in the hell?" I know. Yeah, they're yeah. listening to us, and you know what they're thinking is, "Who should I report these guys to?" Oh, everybody! Yeah. Everybody. You everybody. Everybody. everybody! You are listening to the Unlikables. This is episode eight. Budweiser presents Real Men of Genius. 
Today we salute you, Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor. When conventional wisdom said no one could make a hot dog longer than six inches, you dared to dream. Dared to dream. You knew the limitations of a regular-sized hot dog bun, and you ignored them. Can't stop me now. You made a ten-inch wiener, and people cheered.、Oh. But you weren't satisfied. You said, "Wait, I think I can still give you two more inches." So this buds for you, Mr. Hot Dog Hero, because you gave every single one of us our fondest wish—a bigger wiener. Say, Jack, you are listening to the Unlikables. Thank you so much for listening. We're back, and we've got a contestant on the line. Awesome. We've got a contestant. Can you believe it? This is I can. I can. Yeah, yeah.、Uh, this is、uh, Allison. Allison, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello,、Hi. guys. Hey, Allison. Hi, Allison. Thanks for calling in, Allison. Roger DeCoster, station manager. Now we have met before, haven't we? Yes, we have. We actually have. On my birthday, which on the day we're taping this show, you walked up to me. Now I, I'm going to tell the story the way I remember it, and if I'm wrong, and then later, Allison, we'd like to hear your version. <laughs> yeah, okay. You walked up to me and asked me if you could sit next to us, and I said, "Well, you have no idea who you're going to be sitting with," and and you said, "What do you mean, you fat ugly bastard?" And I said, "Pardon me, it's my birthday," and you said, "Oh." <laughs> Well, happy birthday! Now, and you did say, "Am I lying?" That we would have to rub shoulders, and I said, "Excuse、yeah. me, I, did I not say, 'Excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom for three minutes'?" <laughs> wow. Well,、uh, normally, normally he introduced. Sounds about right. Thank you, Allison. We, Norm- but Allison and I, and I, I believe I actually rubbed my shoulder up against yours too. You、time. did. That's why、is、I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah, that is how babies are made. I knew it. Yes. Normally, he introduces himself by saying, "Hey, how much?" <laughs> that's the Costco way, Allison. I'm going to pay you the highest compliment I possibly can. No way could I afford you. You're a, you're a gorgeous young lady. You put up with me at a very nice restaurant, by the way. And I ate. A, thank you. A thank you. I ate a double cheeseburger in front of you. I had crap running down my chin. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't、yeah. pretty. It was your birthday cheeseburger. It was the birthday burger. It was. And、yes. I got to tell you something. The bear bought it for me. And yeah,、um, well, happy birthday, Roger. Thank you, station manager. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes happy birthday. Wait, I did not lie to her once. I, I actually told her my real name. I've lied on the show before. I said I was seventy. I'm not. I'm fifty nine. But. Today is is as we're taping my 59th birthday. So happy birthday to you! We're going to spin the prize wheel here. We're going to spin the prize wheel, Allison. What we do is we spin the prize wheel, and that will show us what game we play. So just a second here. Oh, there it is. Rinkus, can you read that? Oh, it looks like、uh, quotes. Quotes.、Mm-hmm. Now, Michael Scott quotes, or、yeah. a celebrity slash politician. Okay, so.、Oh. Allison, what's going to happen?、Uh, for those of you listening at home, also,、uh, we're going to read a quote, and、uh, it'll be Allison's job to decide: Did Michael Scott from The Office say that, or the famous、uh, celebrity or politician、uh, that we also read? So, are you ready, Allison? I am ready. All right, Rinkus, when you're ready, go ahead with your first quote. Okay, here's one. Give her a hard one. That's what I, he said. Hey. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm not even going to comment that Allison sounds topless on the phone, which she probably <laughs> is. But okay, ready? <laughs> I feel sorry for people who don't drink. When they wake up in the morning, that's as good as they're going to feel all day. Okay. So what are her options? She's got Michael Scott, Michael Scott, Dean Martin, Roger Coster.、Mm. All right. So who do you think said that, Allison? I'm gonna go with Dean Martin. And here it, here it is. I feel sorry for you people that don't drink. I mean it, because when you wake up in the morning, that's as good as you're gonna feel all day. Yes, Dean. Yeah, that was Dean. Good job, Allison.、Yep. So、thank you, thank、one? you. Okay, the next one. St. Paddy's Day is a big deal. It is the closest the Irish will have to Christmas. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> And what are the choices? So the choices are Michael Scott. Roger DeCoster, or Dan Quayle. Dan Quayle. 
Well, I'm going to have to go with Michael Scott on this one. Mm, let's see here. Play it it is the closest that the Irish will ever get to Christmas. <laughs> yes, very good, very good, <laughs> Allison. Very good. That was Michael Woo. Scott. Well, my new friend Allison, I believe, is two for two. Allison, I'm very proud of you, my new friend. Thank you. Oh, thank you very you much. Great, Allison. By, By the, the way, way what, what did you have for dinner? I had the Italian beef. Which also mm. is running all over my face. Hey, nice. <laughs> hey. Nice. Oh, we got the we got the Italian Italian bag. I, I, I love you, Allison. Yeah. Shorter, Freddie Bag. <laughs> okay. She'll hear that when she wears headphones. Mm. All right. So our next quote. Okay, the next one. Fool me once, shame on, shame on you. Fool me, you can't get fooled again. Was that Michael Scott, Roger DeCoster, George Bush? Um, I'm gonna go with. George Bush. Mm-hmm. Let's fool me once. Shame on. Shame on you. <laughs> it fooled me. We can't get fooled again. <laughs> what a turd. That was the leader of the free world. Classic. Yes, it was. I love that yes. clip. For eight years, the leader of the free years. world. Yeah. Can't, you can't fool him, though. Once he's already been fooled, you can't no. fool him again. Yeah, That's apparently it. not. All right. So, Allison, on a streak here, what is our next one, Rankus? We're going to stay in theme. You know what they say, fool me once, strike one. Fool me twice, strike three. Was it George Bush, Michael Scott, Roger DeCoster? I might have to go with uh, Roger DeCoster on this one. I love you. Okay, here we are. Let's see who it is. You know what they say, fool me once, strike one, but fool me twice, strike three. Oh, Allison, that <laughs> was actually Dang Michael it. Scott. I, I should have gone with my gut. You yeah, know what? Always go with the that, gut. That's what I always do, and that's why you've seen uh, DeCoster having a cheeseburger, fries, and a cake shake. And Yeah, the cake shake. I did. Oh, you had the cake shake? I did. What was his birthday? Oh, birthday cake shake. Yeah. 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 Birthday cake shake. Hey, That's by the right. way, Allison, the other question that Roger DeCoster asks when he meets women is, hey, you're not a cop, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Did he at any point ask you that? At I'm retired. Tonight? I, I did retired. ask for cups. cups. Oh. <laughs> I did. Yeah. All right. All right, Allison. Let's do, uh, let's do two more here. Rinkus, uh, okay. go ahead with the next one. Okay. I love California. I practically grew up in Phoenix. Was that Michael Scott, Roger DeCoster, Dan Quayle, or George Bush? Mm, that's a tough one. Ooh. We need the Jeopardy music again. Because none of them are all that bright. So that's a, oh, that's yeah. A, we could do some Jeopardy uh, music. Sitting right here. She's I mean, let's see. Sounds like she's using a lifeline. Yeah, that's which fine. is acceptable. I would like to, but I mean, you know, Roger DeCoster, I think the real Roger DeCoster grew up in Pendleton, so maybe, you know, I'm going to go with Roger DeCoster on this one. You're going oh. with Roger DeCoster. Okay, let's hear it. I don't I don't actually have that one, uh, but that is... That is actually Dan Quayle. It's Dan Quayle, yeah. He, he Dang vice, it! Pr- vice president that was from Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> second in command of the free world. Yeah, second in command of the free world. All right, so one more here. Let me say, though, before we, we let her go, Allison, it was wonderful to meet you. I did. It grow- was wonderful meeting you, too. Thank you. I did grow up in Pendleton, as we discussed at dinner, but my, my hometown, as you might remember, is Nutsitch, Louisiana. Do you remember the That's name? That's right. Dang you- it. I didn't listen that well, did I? Do you remember the name, the, the team mascot name of the uh, Nutsitch High School I went to? Well, this is trivia. This is Roger DeCoster trivia. Well, this is was like, it Nutsitch? Well, sort of. Well, that's, the, <laughs> well, that's, that's the city. That's, so close. We were the Nutsitch Scratchers. <laughs> Nutsitch Scratchers. It was yes, Louisiana yes, after all. Nut, which, nuts it, was, it was busy and there. It was noisy. Yeah, we'll give you that one. Uh, we, yeah, we'll give you that We one. carried on a pretty good conversation, <laughs> that being a given. But still, thank you. It was nice to have met you. And, you Absolutely. know, we were sitting here before... Uh, the contest, I said, you know, I, I bet she thinks we were just not doing this. We were not real, like, oh. I almost said professional comedians, but that's a matter of but conjecture. clearly we're not. Yeah. And this isn't a real show. <laughs> clearly we're, we're not. No. We're all huddled around a cell phone in Roger DeCoster's basement. <laughs> <laughs> so while Allison's talking to you, Roger, yes, uh, who's the young man you were with, Allison? You don't have to give a name, but was it relationally oh he was just some guy See, I, oh, knew. Nice. I didn't last long hey, i know 
<laughs> the weird no, part. That was we're, my boyfriend Wes. Uh, he seemed like a nice guy. The weird part was when you were talking to Roger, he was kind of looking around you and kind of making like some facial expressions to Rinkus. So we thought that was weird. So. <laughs> Roger DeCosta. I was just... wondering what was going on. I told me to get some seats, and then I started rubbing shoulders with someone else. So. There you go. Roger DeCoster's just lucky that Wes isn't the type of guy to hit an old man in public. Too many people around. All right, Allison. One. So this is going to be your final quote right here. Uh, you've done great. Uh, we appreciate you. you so much for being on the show and even more uh, giving four random weird people your phone number so we could call you. <laughs> hey, I'll... You can be a part <laughs> of I show, love it. Right? It's great. You're brave. Oh, All right. Okay. So last quote. For the last one. Uh, I have been in 57 states. I think I have one left to go. Was that Michael Scott, Dan Quayle, Barack Obama, Roger DeCoster? Mm. Mm. Another tough one. I'm going to go with Michael Scott. Come on, Michael mm. Scott. Michael Don't Scott, me. here's the clip. Uh, I've now been in 50. Seven states. I think one left to go. Uh, see, Uh-oh. that was that was Barack Obama. Oh my gosh! That, by the way, was also anybody else. That yeah. was also the leader of the free world. Another It was a disturbing theme going yes. here. Oh my there gosh! It is. We well, still Allison, drive on the right, don't we? Well, sometimes. Uh, Allison, we thank you so much for being a part of the Unlikables. Thanks, Allison. You're awesome. I had a blast. You're the best. Guys, thank you so much. You guys can call me anytime. We absolutely will. Save the number. Thank you. Have a wonderful Save evening. It. See you. Bye-bye. You Bye-bye. too, guys. Good night, Wes. Good night. Good night, Wes. Oh, wow. That was, that was a lot of fun. That went really well. She's you know, fun. Yeah. I was not, I, you know, I didn't, I wasn't thinking, I was thinking, was it Michael Scott or some celebrity? That was all I had planned, and then... I didn't know oh, I yeah. had to give choices right. out yeah, there. For the Michael Michael Scott Scott. Yeah, for yeah. the next, next time we'll have like so many right in a row. That if there is a next time. We actually we did just meet her. I think it's a great game, though. Well, I'm, I'm saying this way. There's budget cuts. We actually yeah, did just, oh, don't worry about that. I'm on a roll right we now. We had to pay guys. for your birthday party today. Your birthday extravaganza. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. It's been a special day, right? It's um, been a special day. It turned into one. I mean, literally meeting uh, the young lady, Allison, a minute ago mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. so. Um, great contestant, you know, doing the unlikables, hanging out with you jerks for, you know, ruining my birthday evening. Yeah. Great day, uh, Freddie. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, great. That's thanks. awesome. Hey, I had an important meeting today. Okay. And, uh, was an interview with someone and, uh, in walked, uh, there at, uh, bag of donut industries. Sure. <laughs> headquarters. And, um, Rinkus walked in, interrupted the meeting, apologized for interrupting the meeting and says, I need to hand you this. I need to give you this. It seems important. This actually happened. So he handed me a note, and as he was walking out, I unfolded the note. Right. It was a hand-drawn picture of a penis. <laughs> uh, well, you know, well, I was inspired. So, so I, lo- I looked at it. I sort of stroked my chin for a moment as I looked at it. I went, hmm, yeah, we may have to end this meeting early, just thinking, try to. Yeah, the best part was there was some, some uptitled broad. So he'd like try to put his hands so she couldn't see through the paper. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, you know I hate to interrupt. Yeah, you know, hey, I actually Ready? used, uh, I actually used uh, the term broad today. Good. Uh, and I was talking to a lady, and uh, she she was almost taken back by the the term broad. Mm. Uh, and I said, "Can I not use that?" And she goes, "Eh, no, you're fine." Wow. <laughs> so it is accepted, and we encourage you to use it. You're listening to the Unlikables. We'll be right back. Hey there, friend. Ever had a mess or an accident that just ruined your sofa? I know I have. Well, if that ever happens again, don't be embarrassed. Just call us, Steeman Seaman, and we'll be there in a jiffy. Or my name is in Stanley Seaman. Or if you like, you can come on down to our family-friendly store located at 69th Street and Tito Jackson Boulevard. If you want that mess cleaned up real fast, call Steeman Seaman. We'll come on a blast. Steeman Seaman, serving the community since 1969. the unlikables and we are back what is that roger 38 special rocking into the night that's right we are rocking into the night morning afternoon whenever you're listening to the podcast we appreciate you make sure you're following us on twitter let's say that 
at the underscore unlikables. Make sure you're sending your hate mail and titty pictures to us via email. Speaking of which, I have a uh, Twitter account myself. If you're going to send those kind of pictures, it's at DeCosta Roger. At DeCosta Roger, that's right. At DeCosta Roger, Twitter. I don't know. It just came out that way. I'm not very bright. I think I screwed something up. That's hey, you how know it comes what? Out. It's all right. It works, and that's how they can find you. That's how they can follow you. Cool. Because uh, I'll tell you, it's worth a follow. It is definitely worth a follow. Uh, but also make sure you're sending your hate mail and titty pictures to us via email at the unlikables podcast at gmail.com. He's pushing for those titty pictures. He's yeah, really, you know. really plugging the titty pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And the hate mail. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you seen one you want to see? You want to see the rest of them. The rest. And based on the content of your hate mail, you could receive an unannounced visit from one of the uh, Bag of Donut brothers. Mm-hmm. Ooh. How's your yeah. Uncle Carmine doing, by the way? Uh, Carmine is doing, he's my brother, my oldest brother. brother. Yeah. Oh, I Carmine, Carmine is doing yeah. fine. In fact. I'm so old now, I don't even know. And, and, uh, well, it's your birthday. But he is, um, today, in fact, um, having a visit with um, someone who sent some hate mail a few weeks ago. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, so. you know, speaking of uh, Roger getting older. and uh, Yes, thank you. Yeah, we've actually had a couple people call in this week and wish you a happy birthday. Oh, neat. Yeah, so uh, first one here, longtime listener and fan of the show. You can also uh, follow his podcast. Uh, it's Wells Mania. But right now it's Mega Mondo calling in. Ooh, really? This is Mega Mondo, and I got tipped off that today is a special day. Today is my dude, my broski, my brother from another, another mother. Today is Roger DeCosta's birthday. I love him. So me, Mega Mondo, wanted to call in to the best damn podcast on this earth, The Unlikables. And I wanted to wish my brother, Roger DeCosta, a happy birthday. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, brother. That's impressive. That's nice of him, isn't that it? Is pro wrestler. Yeah. Calling in for uh, a birthday wish to me. That doesn't a, happen for everyone. I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> I think Rink has farted, too. But other than that, that was a, <laughs> that was a nice phone Between call. Between those two things. Yeah. And uh, I don't know Between if you'll I don't know if you'll believe this or not, but we actually had a privilege. Uh, this gentleman called in. Uh, let's see if you recognize him here. I'm sure it's a pervert. It probably is. That's all of his fans. Well, if it's one of my fans. So here he is. Hillary, get away from me. Seriously. <laughs> Go. Oh, hey, this is me. Hey, it's President Bill Clinton here, and I'm calling in to the Unlockables to wish my friend Roger DeCoster a happy birthday. All my slick willy moves I learned from Roger DeCoster. That's true. Happy birthday. That is true. From Bill Clinton. That's impressive. Yeah. That's a busy man. Took that time out to call you. Well, yep. Yeah. Oh, I think he accidentally put us on hold. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we'll just cut that voice, man. Yeah. That is true, though. I, I did. Roger DeCoster, station manager. Oh, that was good. Uh, was taught him some slick willy moves. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some, some hand jive. Uh, did you introduce hand... him to Monica Lewinsky? No. She's I gave him the cigar, though, that he... Nice. You know. Just to be clear, you said hand jive? I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I know. That almost got by you, but... Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time someone said hand job on the show. No. Right. No. Yeah, it won't he, be the last. He said that. It wouldn't be the first time on this show. No, at this that. episode. <laughs> I think that's what you mean. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Thank you, stepfathers everywhere. Hey. So I, I worked in uh, Roger DeCosta, station manager. Another true life story. I worked in Washington, D.C. for, well, the early 2000s. And I worked with a gal at this particular radio station that I, you know, managed. And she said she lived right next door to Monica Lewinsky. I don't know if that was true. I never had her on the show. Mm. I never had her in any way, shape, or form. But this girl claimed right next door, her next door neighbor. I I don't know if she meant at the time all this was going on or what Mm. have you, but she said that was her next door neighbor. Didn't really care that much, but I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, she kind of brought down a presidency almost. It's true. Yeah. You know what's funny about that, though? I lived, worked out there, was in the media, you know, station manager and all. I I, I saw one politician the whole time, because I don't know politicians, but I saw a senator from Indiana in a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, which was 
kind of a neat thing. I walked up sure. and said, I'm Roger DeCoster, station manager. We had met years earlier. Mm. Again, a long story, a true story. I'm talking about Evan Bai. Evan Bai. Oh. Evan Bai. So you may have what, done time with him? I actually had a golf <laughs> match with him before he nice. was governor of Indiana. Yeah, it's a long story. It wasn't really that big a deal. A car dealer in western Indiana used to be the uh, press secretary for his father, who spoke at my high school graduation, by the way. Birch by. Yes. I don't know what he was doing in Louisiana, but that's where he was. High school graduation. Yeah. You can't. Fourth grade graduation. <laughs> fifth grade. Come on oh, now. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rob Station you management. You had to go to fifth grade to be management. Mm, but yeah. um, I'm sitting at a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I look over and I see Evan by and I walk up and said, Roger Coster, station manager. What are you having? <laughs> he looked up and goes, security. Get, get him, him out of here. Yeah, get, get him, him the hell out of here. But uh, that's the only politician, I, as far as I know, I ever saw out there. They keep those guys, cars with tinted windows, uh, mm. Georgetown, where I wasn't allowed because facial recognition cameras would realize who it was and, you know, they would not be going to the rich neighborhoods. And you were asked to leave. Oh, I was told to leave. It was beyond asking, <laughs> that's for sure. But that was nice. A couple of birthday calls from the old president and uh, my favorite pro wrestler. He's he's my buddy. He well, as he mentioned, you heard him say it. We're brothers, mm. not blood. Um, you know, if I'd have been a lot bigger and meaner, and well, bigger and meaner, I probably would have been a wrestler myself. Um, you never know. Never know. Yeah, you do. I yeah. can't look at me. Yeah. Come on, man. Hey, I did something uh, yesterday. I know what you're going to talk about. Do you? I bet you went to the new Ikea store. I did go to the new Ikea, but not only did I go to the new Ikea. Oh, yeah, Swedish chef. I had some some Swedish meatballs. Oh, lovely. And at uh, the age of 26, I got lost in a store. I didn't know where I was. Hey, Ikea's not a joke. I can see where that happened. Let me ask you a question, though. Were the Swedish meatballs in a restaurant, or is it like a sample where they put together one of those Swedish grills and they're making Swedish meatballs and you just got one or two? Neither. Somebody's pants. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Hey-ho. Hey-ho. We're dangling with that weird sort of reddish blonde hair on them. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, and you know what? It's that fall weather, the up and down, hot, cold, hot, cold. So they're extra vinegary. Oh, gross. I like that. That's really gross. I like the use of dangling. Dangling, yeah. Dangling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dangling. Well, they are they're actually in a restaurant. Uh they do have a little booth at the front uh where you can purchase cinnamon rolls and small stuff like that. But if you want the goods, if you want the full meals and the meatballs, <laughs> you have to truck trek through about I don't know, two miles of living rooms. <laughs> <laughs> to get there and kitchens and, and throw you know, rugs we were, we were there with the media uh wklit uh in mm. the unlikables uh, we'd been there since uh, about five o'clock that morning and i explained to them we've done our news we've done our interviews we just want meatballs and we'll be out of here is there someone that can guide me just straight to the meatballs and this was asking an associate they would not guide us what? Dude, you had to go find. They were just trying to give us, some, you know, like, oh, just just follow the arrows. Yeah, yeah. They're that's the one thing they do not fuck around with. That you cannot go against the grain. No, it is a one way. You follow the arrows, and mm-hmm. there was a shortcut. They could have gotten me there in about thirty seconds because I can't take you that way. You're not an employee. What? He's like, I could take you right there, but that's an employee's only lounge, like in the middle of the store. I've been in an Ikea. I don't remember that being oh, the case. Dude, but you walk in, and it's like, here's the start. I, I see really? this lady went all over her kitchen. She's like, I, I got to. They're like, well, you got to go all the way around. And I was like, uh, you got to weave through four fire, floors. Be screwed. Of, you have dude. to weave through four, four floors of cheap furniture to feed your kids. Oh my God, they're yeah. the ultimate unlikables, aren't they? They are. The Swedes. They, okay, well, so who's going to reach out to them for a sponsorship? Oh, uh, yeah, they're. Well, we might, yeah, we'll do that. We'll they're put the, Freddie Bag of Donuts on it. They're the perfect sponsors. Really I heard uh, Big Bertha's coming up with some new stuff. I, I'm not going to mention them because we're still trying to work a contract thing out. But she's coming up with some culinary stuff, edible stuff. Edible. No kidding. Yeah, I, and I can't. But doesn't Big Bertha normally sell tent and awning and fat girl underwear? Yeah, she's diversified, though. It's, I don't know if you guys know this. You should know this. Big Bertha, from what I found out, is a division of Carmine Industries. Did you know that? Wow. 
I can either it's all coming together. Confirm or deny. Okay. Mm. I my research could be wrong, but I'm rarely I'm a researcher. You guys mm. know that from the things I talk about. I don't research anything. Anyway. No. Uh you make yeah, stuff. she's coming out with a couple of uh, edible things which we're trying to work out. It's what I do during the day, you guys, when you're out playing golf and doing all your stuff. I'm I'm in here negotiating contracts and uh you know, Woody's lumber, that was a tough one. Yeah. It's a hard one. Uh, Campbell soup. <laughs> Could you? Um, uh, hey, oh. Can we expect a commercial address, addressing such new products? I would. Right? I would think so soon. All right. um, you know, we'll look the, forward to them. The Campbell soup. I tried the. Uh, I tried the bear penis. Sure. How I, was it? I, well, I thought it would be like a chowder, you yeah. know, from the substance. Kind mm. of a stiff kind of thing. Yeah, it was like a salmony, smoky salmony, hmm. pecker flavor. I guess I don't mm. know. I mean, well, it's gotta be. I'll it's be... gotta be your bear. It's just got to be your bear. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> what did we have? Elk noodle, cream of otter, and bear penis. Uh, that was their summer flavors. They may be coming out with some fall winter flavors. I, I haven't talked to them in a while. I've no doubt. But no doubt. They've got to be know, fall and winter they flavors. Are, you know. elk, elk noodle was a chowder. I didn't want to look and see. I, I didn't want to know what they meant by is elk there a, noodle. Is there a pumpkin spice elk noodle for the fall? I walked out on the last deal when we were talking about those spice deals. I couldn't take it. Yeah. I just don't. I'm over it myself. I know Rinkus was the big, couldn't stand the spice thing, but I, I had to leave. Um, I just couldn't handle that. Mm. So, mm. I don't think Big Birth is involved in any kind of pumpkin. I should hope not. Hey, speaking of, I don't know meatballs, and we're talking about food and stuff. Who doesn't think of hard and long? Can I tell a story about hard and long? Something I observed. This has been a couple of years ago, but I love telling it, and I just. Really don't want to pass up the opportunity. This isn't another locker room story, is it? And now, kids, gather around your podcasting device. It's another story from Uncle Rinkus. Uncle Rinkus? Well, hello there. (laughs) This is actually going to be a tandem story. Um, I need someone to play the part of hard and long in this. What do you got to do? Just burp and fart? (laughs) <laughs> normally <laughs> and occasionally shasty your pants but no uh oh i did that five minutes ago uh, uh and show off your dangling knock knockledge <laughs> this was actually this was an encounter with a complete stranger who just wanted to give some advice so uh i, I want to play the part of the stranger and I'll do it. Okay. You're the professional. The going to be hard and long, so, okay. Oh, you hired him, so. Roger DeCoster, station manager, is now hard and long. He's channeling him. Like he just got so fat. Mm. Okay. I uh, I go to the gym and read diet books. Fat. I uh, have lost 100 pounds. Fat. I cut out desserts fat. most of the time. <laughs> fat. Most of the time. I, well, you know. Fat. I uh, cut it from 10 hot dogs, a, a pack, to eight. That way I have Fat. two left over for breakfast. Fat. So, as I guess the narrator now, you're playing the role of? This is exactly what this this lady, she she was trying to show, like, concern for Hard and Long because he's so disgusting. And she inserted the word fat upon every response yeah. that he gave as to what he was doing to improve. Right. She, yeah, she said, I'm, I'm really concerned because you're, so did she's uh, praying uh, for him right yeah so like as the the doctors would classify <laughs> yeah she was she this was a weird thing basically you know the doctors would classify your weight as in the disgusting category and mm. um yeah so she was just giving advice and he kept just kind of talking about changes and every time he would go so he's making an effort to change right and, and then, her response to each of those was Fat, fat. <laughs> fat, and fat. This, this, this is real. This happened. Fat, and then she prayed for him. Fat. Mm. I heard him say one time fat. he cut the frosted pop tarts out to just regular pop tarts, mm. but he went from a <laughs> pack of pop tarts to two packs of pop tarts. Mm-hmm. So basically, he gained forty calories. So it's give and take. It's give. Well, it's give and take. Can I tell you another? Is take another great. Hard and long quote. We were going to Ponderosa. You love Ponderosa. <laughs> Only goes, if they have mac and cheese. Only uh, if yeah. they have mac and mm. cheese. He says, "You know, I really don't mind coming here because this is the healthiest restaurant I eat at." <laughs> oh, he said that. <laughs> oh. Wow, man! Like, holy! Oh. 
shit. Uh, Ouch. Holy shit. You actually <laughs> yeah. said that. Holy I was shit. thinking that. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of these days. You know how I tell a story every episode. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell this story tonight. But in a future episode, if you have heard episode one, what I did to a Ponderosa in Philadelphia, hang on until you hear what I did to one, and I'm not even gonna name the city. The statute of limitations might not be over. And this is also a Ponderosa? It was. Yeah, it Ponderosa. was. Now, here's how much of an asshole I was in this story, which I won't tell tonight. Was? They had the macaroni and cheese out this time. And I still screwed them over because... Why not? Why not? I was still bitter over the uh, mac and cheese incident two states away. <laughs> you were scarred? I was scarred. You were scarred. This was during our business meeting, by the way, Art. Our, uh, our our station meeting that we that we hosted at uh, Ponderosa. Hell yes. Oh. There is a picture of my T-shirt. At, we did have a unlikables business meeting at a Ponderosa in a central Indiana community. Was this the DNA-laden uh, T-shirt that you gave to the young no. fan? That was when I was 18 and 19, as you pointed simultaneously. out. Simultaneously. Simultaneously, <laughs> as I were on that day. Si- spell simultaneously. Go. Uh, S. And that's all the time we have. You're uh, listening to the Unlikables. We'll be right back. Carmine's Pawn Shop, a New Jersey staple since 1969. Here's a few unpaid endorsements from a couple satisfied customers. Last week when my stereo got stolen out of my truck, I didn't know what to do. But then I thought, I could go to Uncle Carmine's. He had everything my mom needed when my dad went to prison. And wouldn't you know it, he had the exact same stereo in stock that I had stolen out of my car. That's right, little Timmy. I had everything your mother needed. At Carmine's Pond, we even sell scratch and dent firearms, if you know what I'm saying. Let's hear another uh, word from one of my another satisfied customers. Well, it was just last week I discovered my wife was spending a little time with the neighbor man, and my gun has all these pesky serial numbers. So Carmine hooked me up. Having trouble with a background check? No problem. Trouble with the neighbor man? No problem. 10% of all the proceeds from Carmine's Pond go to support single mothers in the community. Yes! 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 Carmine's Pond, a New Jersey staple since 1969. listening to the unlikables we're back and it is roger DeCoster, station manager it's his birthday if you're just now tuning in i don't know how you missed it but it is it's your birthday roger happy, happy birthday happy birthday boss happy birthday thanks you guys i was just curious uh did you have any uh fun uh, birthday stories you wanted to tell um there's been so many well there's been thank you <laughs> oh yes there has been so many um I think back to my 21st birthday. I moved to Indiana from my hometown of Nutsitch, Louisiana. I spent a couple of three years or so in Pendleton, in the town, not the facility. I uh, attended Ball State University, which was uh, a, a great place to go to school. I still, you know, chirp, chirp, go Cardinals and whatever. My 21st birthday, they had a uh, place just off campus called The Village, which, as I find out from Rinkus, is still there. It they, is still there. They, okay, good, because The Village was a neat little place. It had restaurants. It had some you know, bars. They had a bar called The Chug, and <laughs> it is my understanding that The Chug is now gone. I could be wrong. If it's still open, you know, rock it out. It's gone, but okay. I, re- I recall it as well. The Chug was a neat place to go. Mm. On my 21st birthday... If you had an ID, you not only got to drink there, you got a free pitcher. So mm, wow. myself and my roommate, who was from Laporte, Indiana, went into the chug, and um, I showed my ID, got my free pitcher of beer, drank the pitcher of beer, and noticed they changed bartenders. Well, I'll be damned. Let's go get another <laughs> free pitcher of beer. Why not? So I did. Uh, drank that pitcher of beer and looked up and noticed an additional bartender was on duty and the bartender who had just bestowed me the second pitcher of beer went to take a whiz went to take (laughs) apparently at least a whiz because i was able to get another 
free pitcher of beer. Now, what's funny about the third pitcher of beer is that the gal who was now bartending recognized me and said, well, what the hell? You've been coming in here for like two and a half years. Mm. I had. <laughs> yeah. I had. With a fake ID. No, I one. just, I, I worked, I was Roger DeCoster, overnight manager at a radio station <laughs> and just presented myself as such. And she go, oh my God, yeah, you are. I listened to you. Well, thank you. You're the one. So now you're up to over a gallon of beer. I'm up to over a gallon of free beer. And that night, my now, bless her heart, ex-wife was giving me a, Uh, a, no, don't look at me that way. I paused at the wrong time there. She was giving me a steak dinner. Uh Is that Uh, what they call it? Is that what they called it in the 40s? Yeah. Well, the future now Mrs. X DeCoster. He's in the 40s. Uh, yeah. Oh, God uh, rest oh, her soul. Well, Bing Crosby sang at my wedding. Yeah, <laughs> I was famous. I got a big sure. entertainer. Bing Can't Crosby's. see the line, can you, Russ? <laughs> no. Bing Crosby's grandma. But anyway, I, I, I wake up at about, I don't know, two hours after I was supposed mm-hmm. to be there. I, I call her and said, hey, I had to work late. <laughs> she knew I called in. I didn't. I wasn't. They weren't going to have me at because the radio station. you were station. on the radio. I was. And you, in fact, were not on the radio, so she knew you weren't she at knew, work. So, right. so she knew what she was going to see, <laughs> so sort of. So the former Mrs. DeCoster wasn't as stupid as we would have her. No, be. she's actually a very, very <laughs> intelligent lady. She got rid of me, you know, like mm. a few years ago. But anyway, um, you know, when I got divorced, speaking of my ex-wife, <laughs> well, let me finish the story first. Oh, I, I show up at her house. I ring the doorbell. She opens the door and goes, oh, shit. Honey, I I, I know. I, I've had a couple of beers. And she goes, a couple? No, I got a free gallon at the, mm. at the chug. She goes, just just come here and lay down. We'll do this tomorrow. But speaking of my ex-wife, when I got divorced, um, the judge called me up to the, uh, what do they call it thing, podium mm. bench, actually, the bench. Yeah. And says, uh, Mr. DeCoster, I'm giving your wife $1,400 a month. What? Thank you, Your Honor. That sure is a lot less money I'm going to have to give that bitch now. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, oh. You no. guys didn't know that was going that way, no, did you? No, we didn't. You, you took, a, took a hard I turn did. on us there. Well, I distinctly time. remember in my younger days okay. sleeping between or dozing off between a storage shed, I don't know if this is even possible, and a fence at the chug. Yes, I possible? know exactly where you're talking about. I used to pee right down there. Was it moist? It was. I it may have been, but <laughs> I, I, napped, I napped there after a... Old dinosaur jizz whiz here. Hard yeah. night of colleging. <laughs> colleging. <laughs> I, I have a, you know, I have a chug story, too. Have you, Bear, have you been at the chug? I haven't, no. Okay, no. so Matt, fat, fat, rowdy gentleman. Yeah, friend of the show. Kind of, kind of. We've covered that. Kind of. So, yeah, he lived a block or two. They, did they, was it Penny Beer? Like Penny? They yeah. Did, oh, Penny Pitchers. They did yes. weird stuff. Yeah. Well, so, they had any coin for a beer night. So, basically, Penny Beer. Yeah. 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 So, the idea was to get young people drunk. Yes. And, yeah. and they were to good come often. <laughs> well, it's good for the prostate. Thank right. you. Well, <laughs> hey, there I, you go. I'm, I'm, just you know, I'm drunker than like 11 Russians. And we're heading back over to to Matt's, and uh, that that's I started making mixed drinks for him. We've already been drinking, drinking, drinking all night, but it's vodka and coke. But we're fart face kids. Oh. And then every time he would go to the shitter, I would just add more vodka. So yes. he's drinking straight vodka. So you're trying to get this other man drunk for a reason? Yeah, yeah. just for the fun of it, because oh. I was hoping he would shit his pants. That backfired <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I knocked over your How such, How such did it backfire? Well, well, you can't it, shit your pants if you can't find them. <laughs> or, or the other guy right. who will make nameless sh- Chatela his pants. Anyway, uh, I, he, I knocked over the Christmas tree about six times. Like, he was your muddy buddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every time I would I put the ornaments back on, but then it would be like, like <laughs> Yeah, the star goes on the top. Yeah, well, you know, that's what they had a woman roommate, of course, and she was. Yeah. Nagging the next day, paying which, attention. Right there's, now, there's beer cans incorporated. Yeah, most people call them a wife. Well, you, we're no, 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 no. No, okay. Well, see now you have your wife and then girlfriend and the main bitch estranged. Right, she was lovers. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> now, keep in mind, Matt is a rowdy gentleman. He is a fellow unlikable. Uh, my twenty-first birthday. I don't know if you remember this, but you guys all took me out for drinks, and I said, "Guys, I have class in the morning. I can't." can't get drunk hooters 
we started at Hooters and then we went next door. It was the beer cellar. The beer cellar. Uh, and then the next thing I know, I fell down that flight of stairs in Matthew's living room. Yep. Luckily, it's only five stairs and it's a concrete slab. Yeah. Now it's mere concrete, is not reinforced. Yeah. So they're. It's a crack. We, we did have to. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so can I, can I, the Hooters thing? Yeah. They had him on a chair singing. I'm filming it and just like adding horrible things. Yeah. Oh, you're so fat. That's. Yeah. Well, so yeah, you have steel. you stand on a chair with your hands on your knees and shaking your ass in front of that, the whole restaurant. Mm-hmm. And if at any point you stop, the song starts over. Oh, right. Have yeah. you ever done? Speaking of which, have you ever done karaoke? Once, actually, for the first time. Same here. Last week. What's I'm, I'm guessing you sang Madonna. Me, <laughs> Judy Garland. I, you know, I'll have you know, I started with Frank Sinatra's "Fly Me to the Moon." That was my first ever Liberace. karaoke song. Okay. Yeah. You know what song I did once? I did karaoke. Roger DeCoster, station manager, did. Barbie Girl. I like big bucks, <laughs> and I cannot lie. You guys started like, you didn't that hear what it? song it is. I like big bucks. <laughs> bucks, and I cannot lie. Yeah. Wait, who, who, who sang that? Uh, oh, gosh. Sir Mix-A-Lot. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't it? Sir Mix-A-Lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a great... A great rendition I did, too, with a couple of my buddies, and we got lost in it, but every time he came... A, there we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So this is your first karaoke song? Yes, so the only like karaoke. Would you like to join in with Sir mix I may. You better. <laughs> Do you understand those rap guys? Uh, some of them. I'm going to turn my mic off because I'm going to laugh when I hear this. Get <laughs> ready, Roger. Station manager, Roger DeCoster. Gross. Look. She's just so... I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. You That was a train wreck. That was, well, thank you. I talk, I don't sing, but I, I did it. I would, I would rather hear somebody put up. Cigar out on Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Set a cat on fire. You know what? When this episode comes out, I'm going to be sitting at home listening to this going, oh, shit. I can't believe I did that. I can't uh, believe I did, did that. That's yeah. out there for anyone to hear. Yeah, well, you know what? There that's, you go. That's what all the guys that bone Audrey say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of being able to hear this, it's available on SoundCloud. It's available on iTunes Fat. and Google Play. Fat. 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 Are you praying for me? What? No, I, I, I'm just on a kick, man. Like, I just can't uh, do it hard and long. Fat. 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 Well, he is, he is getting large. Fat. Well, you're listening to The Unlikables. We will be right back. Fat. It's that time. Critics Corner. Hey, everybody. It is Freddie Bag of Donuts. I am the guest rantor tonight for Critics Corner. Listen, uh, this new this new Eminem uh, rap just dropped. It's acapella. It is unlistenable. Um, its only appeal has been that it feeds into a national um, um, negative force towards politicians and the president in general. And what really bothers me about this is the fact that one, it's just piling on. He's following the crowd. He is very much a sheep uh, now. He's a sellout. And um, he has an album dropping soon, so therefore he's... Uh, dropping. He's doing, yeah. Is that how you say it? <laughs> yes, that was actually very appropriate. I'm very yeah, happy. You, you can help us on this? Yeah. I, I nailed it. Okay. Anyway, he references to spray tan and being old and being washed up and everything like that. And when you look on the social media pages maintained by Eminem, you find that about two-thirds of those commenting think that he's basically describing himself as being spray tan Talentless, washed up, over the hill. Yep. The same things that he wants to drop on there. And I just think that, um, you know, today's, come on. Yeah. This is it right here, actually. That'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops and he waits for shit to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around to the bombing stops. Wow, that's hard hitting. Wow. Holy shiskies. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awful. And I I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty awful. It's terrible. Actually, it's, and when you listen to it, and um, because he's Eminem, it was debuted on the BET. (laughs) (laughs) What is it called? Their awards show or whatever. Yeah. And everyone uh, there just raved because he was talking about um, a rich, wealthy white guy. Um, Himself. Which he is, yes. Very good. How ironic. Um, 
You know, yeah, he, so it's just piling he just, on. It's like the low hanging fruit. Just secured his place on the kickball tour with this one. Oh, he's been he's been. Has on he the, been on there? Okay. Hey, yeah. Well. And you know, you sh- you shitbags didn't. There was the guy I kept trying to say his name when I originally talked about the kickball tour. Now I forget his name again, and it's you sons of bitches' fault. No, you he got was it. The original guy. No, you looked it up. Yeah, and I in that episode we'll have to go back. I don't, I don't remember. Vanilla what it was. Ice. No. Well, <laughs> you're no. talking about a long-haired guitar player. Yeah. Yes. And were, he, you, were you talking about Ted Nugent? Mm, no. Mm-mm. I was going to no. say I, I, uh, no, Edgar Winter. Ted Quarters. No. No. Edgar Winter. Not Hang that on. white. Is that too white? Mm-mm. Is it Ben? Uh, no. Yeah. Hmm. Damn not, it. Not really sure. You know, uh, I'm actually going to take the wheel on this Swing one. I, trio. I don't really uh, take a lead on a critic's corner, but something's really bothered me here recently, and that's the pieces of shit that work at the Conrad. <laughs> if, uh, not to name names you know i was talking to a young lady the other day and uh i was telling her what i thought of the employees at the conrad and it's not just uh the bellboys it's it's the bellboys it's the valet especially yeah uh it's the cooks it's everybody that comes back and smokes in the alley behind the building uh just not a fan and right. i was, because if anyone's going to park in front of that fire hydrant, it's going to be you. It's going to be me. Yeah. That's right. It's our hydrant. We pissed on it. We're going to park in front of it. That's right. And I was talking to a young lady the other day, uh, an intern here at the station, and uh, I told her what I was thinking, and she goes, well, a good friend of mine is a valet there. And I said, well, tell mm. him what a piece of shit he is. Mm. She expected me to redact my statement. I'm not. I'm going to stand by it. And if you step out in front of traffic, you're going to get honked, and I'm going to tag you with a mirror. There will be honking. I, there tried, will be tagging. Yeah. You know what's funny? He he's kind of selective on his memory with this because just earlier today, I we told the security guard we we're gonna park in the back alley and instead of using the little parking pass in the garage, and I said, but I don't want my truck to get keyed yeah. because you're terrible to all those. When when have I ever, dude? Every time I go outside, those fucking people that work in these restaurants, and he's like pointing at them, I'm like you know, <laughs> while you know, they're sitting out there smoking, people, yeah. yeah, they're ten having sex feet away. and they getting high. Yeah, they're you know, yeah, but it's good ten feet there in an alley, echoing. Yeah, yeah, my voice doesn't carry. Scumbags! I'm like, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna. Someone's gonna take a dump on my hood or something. You're gonna pay for that. Oh yeah, I don't know. Oh, but yeah, I know the Conrad. And you know, my car got hit in the parking garage, and they didn't even leave a note. Oh no, they're scumbags. And they they fly through our parking garage here at WKLIT at like 50 miles an hour. Tires screeching. It's not our. It's not my car. I don't give a damn speed. Yeah, don't let the yeah, over the speed bumps. Around the corners. If you can't tell, there's not been this many riled up dirt bags since they put the cold medicine behind the counter at CVS. Boy, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that that ruined a lot of people's day. Mm-hmm. And cold medicine. Ugh. Yeah, you get put on a list if you buy Sudafed now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a true story. People, most of us are on the government watch list for far, far egregious problems. <laughs> Butt chugging. Mm-hmm. One. Then cold medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is the unlikables. That is Critics Corner. Did anybody have anything they wanted to add? Um, I got into the uh, cough medicine. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll pencil you down as a no. It is your birthday, so off. celebrate how you want. Thank you, guys. We are the unlikables. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at the underscore unlikables and sending that hate mail and boob pics to uh, the unlikables podcast at gmail.com titties fat 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 fat. fat. we are the unlikables this is episode 8 thank you so much good night everybody everybody